Welcome to the Daily Devotion with Pastor Terry Reynolds. It's so good to be with you today as we're in Psalm 119, verse 154. What should we do when troubles come our way? When we're facing problems, difficulties, that we don't know what to do? Or even if we think we know what to do, what should we actually be doing? Well, in Psalm 119, verse 154, I believe we get the answer. Where he cries out, he says, Plead my cause and deliver me, quicken me, according to thy word. See, he was taking his troubles to the Lord. He was looking for God to help them. I think that's so important for us that, that we do that, that we understand the importance of following the Lord. Uh, if you have a Bible, or if you could jot this down or remember it to read it later on, I'd like us to look at for a little bit, go over to the, the book of Isaiah, chapter 37. Because we have a story in chapter 37 dealing with King Hezekiah. He was having problems. In fact, it opens up in verse 1. He says, And it came to pass when King Hezekiah heard it that he tore his clothes. You know, he was in a bad situation. He just ripped up his clothes and he covered himself with sackcloth. I don't know about you, but it doesn't sound like something I want to put on, sackcloth. Because when you put sackcloth on, really the purpose was, was to afflict yourself. Sackcloth, cloth, as you can imagine, against the skin must have been very irritating. And so the king put himself upon inside or put those clothes on him. And he went into the house of the Lord. That's a good thing, that we go to the house of the Lord or in a place to prayer. And he went to the temple. As we see in verse 2, he says, And when he set Elikam, who, who was over his household, and Shibna, the scribe, and the elders and the priests, they covered with sackcloth. And they came to Isaiah the prophet. And they said, said to Isaiah, Thus says Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble, and of rebuke, and of blasphemy. For the children are come to the to the birth of a, and to the mother, and do not enough strength to bring them for Ruth. Actually, they were beginning to suffer for, from the ravages of being closed in by the Assyrian army. They were walled around. Problems were pressing all around them. There was shortage of food. The, the, the strength of the mothers, they just didn't have it anymore. They weren't even able to deliver their children's really what the picture is. They've been in labor, and they just didn't have any strength in them. It's so sad. In verse 4, it says, It may be that Yahweh, that God, will hear the words of Rishapath, whom the king of Syria, his master, has said a reproach, to reproach the living God and reprove the words of which the Lord thy God hath heard. Wherefore, lift up thy prayers for a remnant that is left. So he's actually, he's requested of Isaiah, he says, pray. This, this guy guy has been down here, been down here troubling. He actually just simply says, we need to pray for him. Pray that as he's been speaking bad words against God and, and really threatening the, the whole livelihood there it, with Hezekiah that he was asking God for help. So the servants of the king of Isaiah, or Hezekiah came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said to them, Thus shall you say to your master, 
Thus says the Lord, Be not afraid of the words that you have heard, wherein thy servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will send a blast upon him, and he shall hear a rumor and return to his own land, and I will cause him to fall upon his own sword. It's a great thing to have God on our side, huh, guys? God there to protect us, to help us. So God answered the threats of Shanigarib, and that's who it was, the Assyrian king, that as he was returning to his own land, he fell upon his sword. So now we get to the story that I think is so important. So Rashanash returning, he found that the king of Assyria warned against Libna, for he had heard that he was departed from Lachish. And he heard say concerning the king of the Ethiopians, he is coming forth to make war with thee. And when he heard it, he sent messengers to Hezekiah, saying, Thus ye shall speak to Hezekiah, the king of Judah, saying, Let not thy God, in whom thou trust, deceive you, saying, Jerusalem shall not be given into the hand of the king of the Assyrians. Behold, you have heard what the king of Assyrians have done to all the lands by destroying them utterly. And you think that you're going to be delivered? Have the gods of the uh, of the nations delivered them, by, uh, which by my fathers have destroyed, as Gosan and Haran, as Respeth, and the children of Eden, which were in Talazar, were... Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Athmath, the king of the city of uh, Zapparin, of Henan and Ivan? The Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messenger and read it. And so he's hearing, he's reading this tremendous threatening, threatening letter against him. And what they're saying is that all these other cities... <laughs> You could try reading those over yourself. They were pretty tough to even try to pronounce. But all these cities had fallen. And what they're saying is they had gods, and they weren't able to deliver them. Who do you think you are, O King Hezekiah? Do you think that you can withstand the hand of the Assyrian army as it comes marching in? You're nobody. You're nobody. So what did he do? And this is going back to our verse. What should we do when troubles come our way? Well, it tells us. And Hezekiah received a letter from the hand of the messenger and read it. And Hezekiah went up unto the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord his God, before God. I think that is so important. What a marvelous principle for us to, to do. That we take things before the Lord. If they seem to be you know, like overwhelming, isn't would it seem right that we would just simply present it before God and ask the Lord to work? This is a very disturbing letter, and what the, and what does he do with it? He goes into the house of the Lord. He just spreads it out before the Lord, and he said, "Lord, Lord, what they're saying about you, take care of them, God." And so as he spreads the thing out before the Lord. If we would only learn to take our problems and our troubles to the Lord, just spread it out to, to him and just simply say, Lord, look what's going on. What a wise, what a wise thing to do just to take our problems and spread them out before the Lord. And then it says that Hezekiah prayed unto the Lord, saying, O Lord of hosts, God of Israel that dwells between the cherubims, thou art God, even thou alone. 
and all thy kingdoms of the earth, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Truly, God is above all gods. There's are many, there are many gods. They're the gods of the master passions of a person's life. The Bible speaks of gods of the heathens are vain. There's only one true and living God. Francis Schaeffer said, The time has come when we as Christians must really just, just, and we can't just talk about God anymore because God is so many things to so many people. You talk about God, and to someone, some person, it's an essence of love. It's so many things. So he said that time has come when we need to more or less qualify the term of God and not just use the term God by qualify it by saying the eternal living God, the one who created the heaven and the earth. And I must agree with Hezekiah as he cried out. He says, this is the God of Israel. This is the God who created the heaven and the earth. You are God. And so he took his, he took his petition before the Lord and he called out to him. And as we go back to our verse, in verse 141, excuse me, in 154, he says, Please, my cause, and deliver me, quicken me according to thy word. And as we take it before the Lord, no matter what it is, no matter how small, how great, God hears us, and he answers our prayer. But make sure as you go to him that we give thanks, and we honor him as being the God of all God. And as we do so, he will hear our prayers and he will bless us. So until next time, this is Pastor Terry. May God richly bless you. Thank you for taking part in today's program. We would love to hear from you. You can email us at terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Again, that's terryreynolds at agapechapeloc.org. Or you can write us at Agape Chapel, P.O. Box 4023, Huntington Beach, California, 92647. May God richly bless you.